Hello everyone. Um, I recently just had the Father put something really heavy on my heart that I feel I need to share with you. A message that is not easy um, to deliver and it's probably not going to be easy to hear for many of you. Um, so I just pray that your heart is open to this and that you would test this and see whether it's in alignment with the Father's heart. When I arrived in the US from having living, been living in South Africa my entire life, I remembered the first time I came, I looked around at the cities and, and I noticed something really strange. I saw that there were these fast food chains on just about every single corner of a city. Like this was for you guys who are Americans, this is normal because you grew up this way. For, for at least many of you. But for me, this is really strange. In South Africa, we definitely have our McDonald's and our KFC and, and a lot of our fast food chains are our own homegrown fast food chains as well, but not nearly as many. And, I, and the first thing I naturally thought to myself was, well, you know, regarding these American chains that are so many, well, how do all of these places make their living? But it didn't take me long to realize, no, there's enough, there are enough mouths to feed here. There are enough people who are, who are going to give these places their business. And of course, we know that that diet is a big problem in the U.S. And we know that um, obesity is a big problem in the U.S., not only in, in, in the U.S. and certainly not true of all Americans, but it is an issue. And and regarding this, the father spoke to my heart and, and he said, PD, what you see in the physical is a reflection of what's happening in the spiritual. What you see in the physical is a reflection of what's happening in the spiritual. Because see, brothers and sisters, when you look at American Christianity, by and large, not all churches, not all of Christianity in America, but mainstream, we see that the spiritual state of people are the same. They have gone to fast food churches. They have gone to their drive through to get a spiritual high and to feel kind of, you know, when you, you go to a fast food chain, you, you, you eat, you get it quick, it's easy. It's fast, it's unhealthy though, but it fills you and you walk away from there feeling, well, I, I have my filling, I'm good, let's go on with our day, right? But in reality, your body did not get its nourishment. Even though you may feel kind of satisfied, there is a lack of true nourishment that in the moment is not evident, but over long periods of time of doing this, you grow unhealthy and sick and you may even end up on a life support because of it. And this is exactly what has happened to the body of Christ in this in this nation. A, a church that uh, let me say it like this, a a people that have been satisfied by fast food, spiritual food and this is because the a lot of the leadership, spiritual leaderships have been catering to the to the wants of the people instead of their needs. 
See, here's the reality, brothers and sisters. I'm a minister of the gospel. I know what people want and I know what people need. If I wanted to grow my church, if I wanted to grow my my YouTube channel, if I wanted to grow my my worship team, if I whatever I want to grow, that is a ministry, right? Of whatever sort. All I need to do is know what you want and give you what you want. And you will show up like any fast food chains customer because they're catering to their wants. But the reality is, is I know that what you want is very different from what you need. I know that I, I, I can either compromise what you need for what you want, or I can get you what you need, even if you don't feel like that's what you want, even if you don't feel like that's what's going to be most pleasurable for you to engage in. I still have a choice because here's the reality. Okay, in the in the in the body, we now in the churches, we have motivational speeches, right? We have these short uh, Joe Olstein type sermons that are very much catered to to just tickle ears. There's there's not a lot of meat there. There's not a lot of deep nourishment of the word there. But there are these more like shallow teachings that are good for the beginning, perhaps milk for any baby. But yet, if if you grow and grow, but you keep drinking milk and you never move on, that that human being is malnourished. And so we see this. But then we have now this other movement that has come along, right? The, the what do you want to call it? The, the whole Bible movement, the the this movement of, of believers who are saying we are we are tired of churches, the way they've been doing things. We want to do our own thing now. We're now going to be engaging in deep things, right? deep Bible studies, deep studies of things we've never studied before. And praise God for a lot of that. Amen. And then we have, let me say it like this, we have fooled ourselves to think that we have now actually totally moved away from that fast food. And this is the part that may step on some of your toes. Here's the reality, brothers and sisters. We haven't really moved away from fast food. We've just changed the ingredients what we have done is we have simply changed the content because here's the reality. Just because something is new, just because something is different doesn't mean it's not fast food in the, in the past, right? It, it was, you may have gone to the motivational speeches at churches and felt like, well, yeah, that's, that's nice. Let's go home. That, that was good. We, we had our, we had our nourishment. We had our, now it's, well, let me let me look at the next niche. Let me look at the next deep thing. And, and here's the thing. Let me let me look at the next Nephilim teaching. Let me look at the next end of times teaching. Let, let me look at the next teaching on this or that sensationalist topic. And look, I am not against talking about any of these things, just as much as I'm not against telling someone that, you know, they can be better in life and and they need to pick themselves up by their bootstraps and work hard and and that and that if they work hard they will be they will reap the benefits of that these things we say in motivational speeches a lot of it there's nothing wrong with it right there there's nothing necessarily wrong with it except that if that's all you eat you're malnourished and this is what's happened is we have we 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 want to we are attracted to all of these topics about about whatever, right? And then we click on that, we go to that, we listen to that. And then we walk away and we say, yeah, I, I got my, 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 my Bible for the day. But here's the deal. 
when the Bible teaches about certain topics in relation to others, there is a big difference. There are certain things that the scriptures and Yeshua, Jesus, spent time on like nine times more than other things. Some things are barely mentioned. Doesn't mean they're not important. It doesn't mean we shouldn't study them. It doesn't mean we shouldn't look at them. It's there, so it's very, it's it's valuable. However, if we see that, well, Jesus actually spoke about sin, repentance, what is sin, sexual immorality, the dangers of riches, greed, gossiping, going to brothers to make peace with them first before going to everyone else to gossip, uh, anger, malice, jealousies, when he, when he teaches about the consequences of sin, when he teaches about the Great Commission going out and proclaiming the gospel and healing the sick and casting out demons, and when we see Apostle Paul teach, teaching in detail about prophecy and speaking in tongues, words of knowledge, words, words of wisdom, we see in detail all of these other things being spoken of, but that's not the things you're listening to. That's not where that's not where you spend most of your time, because what has happened is what James warns us about. In James chapter three, verse one, he says, and you know this, but I'm going to I'm going to read one of the verses that many of us don't know. He starts saying, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for, you know, that many who teach will be judged with greater strictness. We know that we all stumble in many ways. And if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man. He is also able to bright us all body. Now, listen to this. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we will guard their whole bodies as well. You have been led by your mouths. You have been led by teachers who have been giving you something like a horse to the mouth. Hey, horsey, look at this. Don't, do you want this? Come. And you know, that's how you lead a horse, right? You put something by its mouth that it likes and it follows you. It'll follow you anywhere until it can get a taste. And that's exactly what we've done. We've allowed certain teachers and I'm not here to judge whether they should be teachers or not in the first place. But and I'm not here to say they're false prophets or any of that. I'm simply saying that if you're someone who can, who's a teacher, it's easy to give people what they want. And so as people, we've been like, well, yes, that 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 looks tasty. Let me follow that. Let me follow that. Let me follow that. And we haven't stopped to think, well, do I actually need that? Is that actually going to make me grow spiritually? Is that actually going to satisfy me before the Lord and see teachers? Listen to me. It's not your big church. That's going to get you to hear well done, good and faithful servant. It's not going to be your successful YouTube channel. It's going to get you to hear well done, good and faithful servant. It's not going to be your big Bible study. It's going to be none of that. What's going to make you hear well done, good and faithful servant is because you gave my people what they needed and not just what they wanted. You gave my people the nourishment they needed, even when they didn't want to have it, even when they don't want to hear it. You told him the truth. Yeshua spoken to Israel and said, Israel, Israel, you kill my prophets. You just you kill the, my messengers. Why? Because the messengers proclaimed what they didn't want to hear, but what they needed to hear. And when Israel, they were in the wilderness. 
Israel, they were complaining. Why? Because they were not getting what they wanted. Instead, they were getting what they needed, the manna from heaven. Is the manna from heaven enough for you is my question. Or are you constantly on in a search of something more? Are you complaining and saying, I want the leeks, I want the melons, I want that spiritual fast food. They, these things are very spiritual, but they're not going to get you to be mature. See, brothers and sisters, many of you have grown obese spiritually, fat and happy, but you're at the point where you're just about to be put on life support. And this is evident in the fact that your intimacy with God is lacking. It's, it's evident by the fact that your prayer life is suffering. Yes, you you watch your greatest, latest Nephilim YouTube teaching or flat earth teaching or end of the world teaching. And you feel like, yes, I'm a, I've arrived and I'm not giving commentary on any of those things before you head into the comments. I'm saying those things are not it. They are not the arrival. They're not the this is what I want you to grow in that God said. That's why he speaks so little about it in his word. And so you've arrived and you're now getting at the hospital and they're about to put you on life support. And I am the doctor coming to you and I'm saying you are sick. And if you don't change your diet, you're going to die in this hospital. If you don't allow God to give you what you need, you will die because ultimately we have a people. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. We have a people who know a lot about God, but they don't know who he is and he doesn't know them. We have a people who think that because they know about all of these other topics that they know God. No, 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 no. You don't get to know someone based off learning about all these different topics. You can have all the knowledge of all the books in the world, but that doesn't mean that you know someone. You can study everything there is to know about them, but that doesn't mean you know them. Do you know him? The only way you'll know him is if you spend a time with him face to face. If he spent a time with you, if you were in the secret place with him, then he would exalt you out in the open. But you're not being exalted out in the open because you're not in with him in the secret place. So, brothers and sisters, that's all I have to say. Go to the father and ask him, is what PD is saying true? And if you don't like what I have to say, maybe it's because what you need to hear and maybe you're so used to hearing what you want to hear that you don't like it when someone says what you need to hear. Sometimes it's, it's good to listen to what you need to hear. And now it's time for us to get off that and get with what we need to hear. Get with teachers. There are many good teachers out there. They're not the ones who have the big stages, trust me, but they have a nourishment that will fill you. And teachers, last word for you, stop catering to the people the way the world caters to them. Stop looking at how the world fills people and say, well, I'm going to try and fill people the same way. Stop employing the strategies of the world unto the people of God, because you will stand before God one day when you have sheep that you did not feed. But you just laid on and you will have to answer for that. And this is why James says not many of you should be teachers, because it's not just about being knowledgeable, not just about being wise, not just about having a big brain, a lot of knowledge, intellectualism. It's about having discernment and wisdom to know what you need to teach people. Because there are some topics that you can teach them all day about, but it's not going to do them any good. Brothers and sisters, this is something worth repenting from. 
This is something that God is calling a repentance in. Repent from your wicked ways of looking unto things that you want instead of that which you need. And teachers, repent of your sin, of not listening to the ear, to the to the voice of the Father to know what to give his people. Instead, you have been following your own devices. Repent of that sin. This is what the Lord says. This is what he calls us to go and sin no more. Father, I pray, Lord, for everyone listening to this. Lord, I pray, Lord, for a heart of conviction. I pray, Lord, for a piercing of the hearts of your people. I pray, Lord, for your spirit to go forth, Lord, and change the nature of people. Lord, I pray, Lord, that they would go and they would be they would be spiritually nourished, that they would be physically nourished like never before. Thank you, Lord. We pray all this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Many, many blessings and shalom. I love you guys. That's why I share this.